the college baseball experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bend $10 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com, W-Y-N-N-Bet.com, and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. Get mountain cold refreshment delivered straight to your door via Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash SGP. That's CoorsLight.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by StableDuel. StableDuel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $40,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And, of course, make sure to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome back, everyone, to a brand new episode of the College Baseball Experience. Yes, we are back. In the last episode, I was talking about how disappointing that I thought it would be that the MLB season is starting, and I wouldn't know if I would be continuing this series, this journey with you guys through the road to Omaha. But you know what? We're back. I don't even remember what episode this is. We haven't had too many, but... We're halfway through the season now, everybody. We took a little bit of time off because our company, the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, we make the most money on college basketball and the March Madness during this time of the year. And I love college basketball and March Madness and wanted to have a little bit of fun with me and my buddy here at SGPN at CBB Nick. We hosted our own little college basketball podcast throughout March Madness and that was kind of eating up a lot of my time so I kind of put the college baseball experience on the back burner with the whole uh, MLB thing uh, churning up and starting and last week was opening day week and I actually was going to film this episode or record record this episode last week but I was under the weather it was just bad weather the whole week in uh mid in Pittsburgh here where I live currently and uh, my sinuses are awful and they kind of just go with the weather so one day it was 60 and it was amazing I was wearing a t-shirt and shorts the next day it was 30 degrees it was raining and my sinuses were a wreck and that was just like a light switch I was off and my week was done because my voice was not the same and I did not want to go on podcasts uh, talking basically you heard me if you listen to the MLB gambling podcast you heard me on the preseason episode and then you heard me on the opening day episode and then I was done on the uh, podcast for the rest of the week as well so that Friday, I was going to record this episode with weekend picks. I didn't unfortunately get to that, but what we will do today, I have a, I have a fun little, uh, segment planned for the middle of the episode, but the beginning of the episode here for the 
um, how should I say this for the laid back and casual college baseball fans, uh, kind of like how I approached it, I guess, during this March, this is typically not how I do it. Um, but I wanted to devote my time and just really watch a lot of college basketball games during March, um, and do well for the company. Uh, so yeah, that, that was what I was doing, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to just research what I want to look at for the college baseball and betting on college baseball. I'm going to research what I typically look at, um, to get my feel to get back into, I guess, college baseball. I'm going to look at some rankings here. I have D1 baseball's top 25 pulled up. I have the RPI pulled up. I'm going to read off a couple of things that stand out to me, what jumps out to me. And then in the middle of the podcast episode, I have a segment planned for our sponsor, uh, our sponsor, um, prop swap. Jeez, why can I not remember things right now? Prop swap. So you guys remember that preseason uh, episode that we had, me and Colby, we were running through a bunch of different conferences and a bunch of different teams, and I gave out uh, a couple of plays that I liked, and I gave out 10 bets on a preseason article that I put out on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on their website. So I have all 10 of those futures from the beginning of the season, and I'm going to go through all of those odds the records right now, how I feel about the teams and whether you should keep it or list it on prop swap. So I think that segment's going to be pretty good. Uh, we'll find out which takes of mine were hot and which takes are not and which ones are correct. So, um, without further ado, let's jump into this. And since the hiatus of this podcast, um, this team has completely taken the college baseball scene uh, over. It completely taken over. They are 31 and one on the year. And that is your Tennessee volunteers. They are the number one team in the country. And I wrote down a few notes here before I read into some stats. Tennessee was absolutely terrible from 2005 to 2018. They had not made a college baseball national tournament. They never made a regional from 05 to 18. And now they've made the tournament in three straight years, uh, three straight tournaments, I should say. And they're 31 and one. They've broken an sec league record. They are the first team ever to begin SEC league play 12 and 0. They've swept four teams. I'm going to pull up those four teams real quick. And the knock on Tennessee was they had not played great out of conference non uh, non-conference schedule. They've swept in the SEC South Carolina. They've swept Ole Miss, they've swept Vanderbilt, and they've swept Missouri. Now Missouri is kind of the bottom class of the division. South Carolina They're typically good. They haven't been good the last two, three years. Ole Miss, when they swept Ole Miss, Ole Miss was the number one team in the country. And then Vanderbilt, that was a huge series as well. They were uh, two top 15 teams at the time. They swept Vanderbilt at Vanderbilt. They swept Ole Miss at Ole Miss. I mean, those are two great back-to-back series sweeps, let alone to win those series on the road is huge. To go to Ole Miss, a great home crowd, 
And then to go to Vanderbilt, you have the Whistler that everybody's obsessed with, but they only have like 3,000 seat stadiums, so it's not too rowdy like other SEC places, but Vanderbilt's a very good team and historically a very good pitching team, and this year they've got great pitching as well. So Tennessee has been very good. And on the podcast with Ryan, a.k.a. Bush League Bets, Um, I asked him if there was one sleeper team that he had to win in Omaha, what would it, who would it be? And you want to know who, who he gave me? He gave me Tennessee. (laughs) And since they haven't lost a game, they lost to Texas when he saw them play live. And again, in college baseball, like I live in the North. I can't see these games live. He saw them live. He loved the team. They had, he said, I think I remember him saying at the time they had a couple of flamethrowers, and that is very correct. They have multiple guys that can hit t- triple digis on that team, including Ben Joyce's hit like 103-104. I mean, he's not even on the bump every day. Like He's not even one of their go-to guys. Doesn't even get on the mound half the time um, out of the bullpen. Uh, so yeah, Tennessee 31 and one, they're your number one team in the country, according to D one baseball and everyone that does rankings in the college baseball scene, the number two team in the country. And this is another team that's come up as of late is Miami, Florida. Now I am not too high on Miami. I'm still not really sold that they're the second best team in the country. They do have Carson Palmquist and He's amazing. He's a guy, a typical pitcher that I like funky release angle, and he's a left-hander. So that makes it even better. Palmquist has been dealing in the ACC season so far, but just one start that I saw that just burns me inside. Like this is their ACE but he gave up nine runs to Boston college in their first ACC game of the year. Um, Boston College is not a great team. Like it, it just worries me a little bit that this is going to be a team that makes a deep run uh, in the NCAA tournament this year. But I mean, right now, th- sure, twenty six and six, rightfully top five. But the next team up here, Oregon State, I I think they're better. Um, it's just West Coast bias that Oregon State's not up there, and. Yeah, that's that's what I got to say ab- about that. But I, I also want to mention that uh, at the beginning of the year, Palmquist was not a starting pitcher. He was actually a reliever. And the emergence of Andrew Walters, who's become the best closer in the country, he has a zero ERA. That's hard to dispute. Uh, he has 17 innings pitched. He's only given up four hits with two walks. And 32 strikeouts. Uh, That's amazing from a closer. That's all you can ask for from the back end of your bullpen. And that really gave Miami the comfortability to say, hey, let's throw Palmquist as our guy now. He's He's our horse in the starting rotation. They had enough comfortability to move him up. Uh, the bat that I like in this lineup is Dominic Patelli. They call him El Bambino. He is a 900 plus OPS and he's tied for the league, uh, team league or team lead with six home runs. The kid can stick it. And it, it says something to me that the ACC 
it's deep this year. Like this isn't a typical ACC that we've seen in the last two, three years from what I can uh, remember here lately. Uh, in, in the coastal, I would say that's the weaker division. Um, it, right now it's Miami and Virginia at the top of it. And then everybody else is kind of just a mosh posh. They're going to beat each other up. Um, I Virginia tech can score Georgia tech can score. Excuse me. North Carolina can pitch, um, but none of those three teams are the complete are complete teams. And Pittsburgh here in my backyard, I have no idea what they are. They're out here losing to um, whoever in the beginning in the off in the uh, non conference schedule didn't schedule great competition. They lost uh, what was it two games to Canisius, a game to Bradley, um, and then they they opened up. ACC play with uh, I, I think it was I think they got swept by North Carolina so <clears throat> uh, I'm I'm not comfortable in pit so the coastal is weak to me the Atlantic's where it's at though you have Louisville who's kind of emerged lately Notre Dame Wake Forest NC State Florida State that's five teams deep and then people were high on Clemson and they've just kind of fallen off proved that they were frauds in the beginning of the season. They had that one weekend where they swept South Carolina, made all that noise, but South Carolina is not actually that good anyway. So kind of just hyped everybody up for no reason. Um, let's jump back into our top 25 here. Number three, Oregon State. You're going to hear a little bit from me on Oregon State here coming up in the prop swap segment. Texas Tech number four. Uh, there were questions early about this team, and they actually – so. When we were doing our podcast episodes, there are questions. And then they got on a roll when we weren't doing podcast episodes. Now we pick it back up, and they're coming off of getting swept uh, in a midweek series against Grand Canyon. So I don't know. I don't know about this Red Raiders team. And that's just the, that's just the way that college baseball is this year, guys. It is really Tennessee at the top. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of crazy that – a team is 12 and 0 in the SEC right now. Like like I already mentioned that's an SEC record. We've never seen it before. It is Tennessee at the top. And then I'd say I don't know 8 9 10 of the next teams and then you take 15 through 50 in the RPI and any one of them would be the the 15 team. So let's let's take the 15 seed or the number 15 team on D one baseball, LSU. Perfect. They're just so inconsistent. <laughs> I mean, they just swept Mississippi state in Starkville, but they lose these random games where their defense doesn't play well. And I don't think they have a deep pitching staff. Let's go, let's go deep in the RPI. Let's have some fun here. Uh, Oh, number 50 is Ole Miss. Perfect. Uh, SEC number 49, Alabama number 48, BYU. That's a good pitching team that could compete with this good offensive team in LSU. Maybe they're a team. I mean, like you throw them as a four seed or a three seed in a regional against LSU. Who knows what's going to happen? BYU could pull off an upset. Let's go a little bit deeper to 68 because there's uh, no 64 because there's 64 teams in this tournament. Troy. 21 and 10. They're two and one against top 25 teams in the RPI. That's a team that's going to, they have a winning record against 
one and two seeds on the year so far. I mean, it really is just uh, in college baseball's anarchy <laughs> this year. It's it's crazy. That's that's what John Rothstein says about college basketball. But college baseball is even crazier because on any given day, a pitcher doesn't have his stuff and he gets shelled. It, and really, just how it goes. Oklahoma State's number five. They're twenty three and nine. Uh, really promising from them. Uh, I, I like the squad. And they were at at the beginning of the year. I was like, it's either Oklahoma State or Texas to win this Big Twelve. Oklahoma State's seven and two in the Big Twelve right now, and Texas is five and four. Um, ever since Te- Texas lost Tanner Witt, it just hasn't been the same Longhorn squad. Um, that's kind of just wh- how I remember it because they were, I don't know, eight and one coming out of Houston in that tournament, and. Now they're 24 and 10. They have nine losses since. Uh, Virginia, they have an amazing offense. Uh, pitching that is spotty, but I mean, all three of those guys can deal at any given point. So they've given me some confidence. I like that Cavalier squad, and that's something that uh, Patty C might like to hear for sure. Uh, Louisville, 23 and 8, great offensive squad. Who knows what their pitching is going to do on any given day? And that's, I mean, I keep saying pitching and hitting because. The, the names are the toughest part about this for me because I, I can watch I can watch college baseball all, ga- all day long and I'm watching multiple games at one time and especially with MLB starting up here and me being involved with the MLB podcast I'm I'm watching baseball all day long like I love it and there's nothing else I'd rather be doing than watching baseball and talking about baseball um, because I'm still in college. I don't have like a, uh, another job like some of the other SGPN guys do. So this is my full-time job and I love it, but, uh, I don't have volume on, so I don't know exactly who's doing what on these college baseball teams. Whereas in the MLB, you know, the faces because they've been on the teams for quite a while, but college baseball is better than the MLB because there's more passion. The, the crowd's even better than in the MLB. Um, the, the only MLB crowd that I think uh, topped out some of these colleges is Toronto, this an opening weekend. Like you would think all these crowds are going to be massive and insane and be rowdy. Nothing tops an SEC baseball crowd. Nothing tops an ACC baseball crowd. Nothing tops a Big 12 Texas Tech, Texas baseball crowd. It it's one of a kind. And that's why I love college baseball. And I wanted to do this podcast and I pitched it to SGPN. And that's why I want to stick with it, uh, for the rest of the year and give this thing a shot and see how, how you guys like us doing, uh, the gambling with the picks because nobody else on here on the, on the airwaves is doing what we're doing. Um, the, Number 10 team in the country, Notre Dame. Again, home run Jesus. They have a good offense. Their ace, again, I, you guys might throw shame at me for forgetting the ace's name, but that's just how I am. I know he's a great pitcher, shutting down everybody. Um, he had one or two bumpy starts in there, a couple of earned runs against iffy teams, but, I mean, right there. 11 seed uh, Southern Miss, loves Southern Miss. Again, great offense. They hit bombs. I love seeing the uh, 
when they hit a home run, the strobe lights at night, that's awesome. That's my favorite thing uh, that college baseball stadiums do is just flicker the lights when the kids running around the bases. But don't sleep on the starting rotation from Southern Miss either because they have one of the best Sunday starters in the country. And when you have a good third starter in the opening round of an NCAA tournament, you can do real damage and take out a one or two seed in the elimination game, or you can win that championship game with that third pitcher because you won your first two games uh, in the regional. That's, that's all that matters, man. So Southern Miss, good mid-major. Uh, UCLA is at 12. They're 22-9. and nine. Um, great pitching as well. They have three good guys. Um, not, I don't like the pitching staff as much as I do Oregon state. Oregon state has like eight, they're like eight pitchers deep and anybody can step up on any given day and be able to shut down the other team. And Cooper Jerpy's, uh, just this one of a kind ace. And like I said, I'll talk about Oregon state later. Uh, UCLA three horses at the top. Their hitting's a question. Um, who's going to step up on who's going to step up in these PAC 12 series, uh, to get them into this national seed where they're at right now. They're at 12. Um, who's, who's going to step up in that lineup and be consistent is what I'm asking because, uh, right now, all I'm seeing is Kenny, Kenny Oyama getting on base and that's it. Uh, 13 Georgia. Uh, I don't know what Georgia's doing right now because they're 24 and eight and they're playing well, but they have injuries, man. Like I've seen them from afar and I'm like, man, I, I don't, I, I don't feel good about this future that I have on Georgia because they're rough. They're banged up, but they're 13th in the country at 24 and eight. Love the spot that they're in and their hitting's picked up the injuries on the pitching staff. So I'll talk about Georgia in a little bit. Gonzaga is a team that I love. Uh, again, a great, great pitching staff and their hitting is right behind it. Like they can drop five, six, seven, eight runs a game and you can be comfortable with them. And that's kind of, I'm, I'm looking through here. LSU's at 15. Uh, I already kind of mentioned them. Dallas Baptist at 16. That's another team that I mentioned. Uh, that's three mid majors as national seeds. I, I don't remember. I don't recall a year we've, where we've had three national seeds from mid majors, Southern Miss, Gonzaga and Dallas Baptist. But I love it. I love the, uh, the variance and the parody in college baseball this year. Um, and that's why I really just, when I was doing the college basketball podcasts, I knew I couldn't devote myself. I'm, I'm an awful multitasker. I knew I couldn't devote myself to giving out college baseball bets. If I didn't know the game and what was going on, because, uh, like I said, nothing beats March madness for me. Nothing beats a bracket. Like I love a bracket March madness and the college world series NCAA tournament. Nothing gets better than that. In my opinion. Um, college football, the bowl games suck. They, they need, they need a bracket. They need a, a larger playoff. Uh, in my opinion, Auburn 17th in the country really coming on as of late. Um, and I think they're taking, taking advantage of a weaker sec 
Did I say that correctly? A weaker SEC is kind of what I think Auburn's taken care of here. Um, 18, UConn, 24 and 7, another good mid major. Uh, they're playing in the Big East, though, not going to get a great ton of great competition. Um, I don't think they're going to leave this top 25. I really don't. I don't see them losing like enough games to cost them this position. And with the way the SEC is, all the cannibalism there, UConn might be the biggest lock of these mid-majors to be a national seat just because their comp- their competition is not at the level that Southern Miss, Gonzaga's, and Dallas Baptist's is. The next, the next uh, team I'd probably be confident in is Gonzaga just because of their competition, but Southern Miss and Dallas Baptist have to go through a gauntlet in Conference USA and the Missouri Valley, so... Yes, I I love UConn there, and right behind them is Texas State, twenty four nine. They uh, split with Texas. They broke Texas, in my opinion. Uh, ever since they beat Texas, Texas has been shit. <laughs> right, like that's the team that just broke the mojo of Texas. Everybody's talking about Texas being the greatest college ball college baseball team ever assembled. Texas State comes into town, beats them on their home field. And they haven't been the same since. So Texas State, have a lot of respect for them. Arizona at 20 uh, just dropped a disappointing series this weekend uh, against Washington State, who I think is like the worst Pac-12 team uh, in that conference. So not very promising. They can hit the shit out of the ball, though. But, uh, yeah, not a good showing last week. And for me, Virginia Tech, 21st in the country. Uh, again, good offense. The pitching staff's a little bit of a question for me, so I'm not comfortable putting a lot of confidence in the Hokies this year. Stanford at 22, we've talked about Stanford a lot, and my my feeling's never been as strong as the rest of the countries on this Cardinal team. Um, their their pitching staff is nothing special, and I don't think the hitting staff's anything special, or the hitting lineup is anything special outside of Brock Jones. So, yeah, that's my stance on Stanford. 23 is Florida. We're going to talk about them later. I have a future on them. 24 is Alabama. Alabama. Uh, 21 and 12. Surprising people. They're they're bulldogish. Like, you knock them down, they're going to get back up. And we saw that at the beginning of the season where they were dropping uh, games to Texas, but they were keeping them close. And that's what matters. Uh to in baseball games, just keep it close and scrap it out against the other team's bullpen. Like attack them in the first game. Like you get your, the, the guy's best. So like you, you keep it to a two run game in game one of the series, you see their best setup, their best closer. And in game two, they're a little bit taxed and maybe they, maybe they want to save their best for game three or when they're throwing them in game two, now they're even more taxed and you come out in game three and sometimes they can't even throw their guys three days in a row. And that's when you pounce, you you compete in the first two games, especially in the sec, you compete in the first two games, you win your third game, you get out of there as a team like Alabama. Um, but they're doing more than that. They're 20, they're 21 and 12. And they have they've put themselves in position to be in position. I know that doesn't make any sense, but if you think about it, losses are going to come in the SEC season. 
but they've built a good enough resume as of right now at 21 and 12 to lose how many SEC series are there left? Five, five series left, five weekends in the college baseball season already. Wow, it's flying by. Um, I think it's five. Alabama has put themselves in great position to where I think they only need to win two series of those five. Just win two games in two of those five series, and they're in the tournament. And that's for Alabama, that's an accomplishment to get out of this SEC gauntlet. Uh, at number 25, Ole Miss on D1 Baseball. They're number 50, I think it was, when I checked RPI. Ole Miss has been a train wreck ever since Tennessee swept them. Um, and I think they've lost their locker room. Just just based off of some of the comments, comments from uh, Coach Bianco, uh, talking about his pitching staff, I'm not a huge fan of that. Back your guys at all costs. Uh, I know he talked about one pitcher as he's just another pitcher and that's uh not very much confidence in your guy or not displaying much confidence in your guy maybe it's tough love and maybe the kids understand that and sure that's how bianco kind of comes off but oh my god uh this Ole Miss team was number one in the country a month ago three weeks ago and now they have 12 losses on the season Really gone downhill. Really gone downhill. Kind of sounded like uh, Pat McAfee there. Don. <laughs> um, now let's roll through the RPI top 50. See if any of these teams stick out to me. Um, first team, Dallas Baptist is second in the RPI. And this is what matters for the seeding and uh, the NCAA tournament. Second in the RPI. Very respectable. They're seven and six against top 25 con- competition. And this is worth worthy mentioning. Tennessee is 10 and one against top 25 competition. Uh, pretty good. Pretty good from Tennessee there. Uh Anything else? Kennesaw State at ten. They're twenty-one and nine. Um, one and one against top uh, top twenty-five. One and one against twenty-five through fifty. So they're two and two against tournament teams. Eh, not that doesn't really do it to do it for me. Oh, how about this? Rake Forced, aka Wake Forced. Uh, they're twenty-five and seven. They're getting into the SEC play here. Um, who, who do they have next? I know they got a pretty good, uh, matchup this weekend. Um, it's escaping me though. Uh, pulling it up real quick this weekend, Wake Forest plays Clemson. So I don't know, maybe I was thinking wrong, thinking of the wrong team, but, uh, yeah, take advantage of a weak Clemson team there, you know? Go out, take two, take three against Clemson. Make a statement to D1 Baseball. Get yourselves in the top 25 there. Um, Oregon at 15, 21 and 11. Uh, Really uh, disrespecting the uh, Pac-12, the rankings databases, I think, in my opinion, Uh, because San Diego is at 16. Uh, Both of these teams, the uh, computer's, respect them greatly 17 Oklahoma 18 Georgia Southern we've seen those two teams compete against good teams this year uh respect those two teams quite a bit as well again not buying them to win like a championship or anything like that but 
make a little bit of noise in the NCAA tournaments. I think some of these teams' goals. Uh, 22, Maryland, 25 and seven, um, kind of interesting, but I mean, I know the big tens down, but at 25 and seven, I would think Maryland's probably good enough to get into the top 25. They're one and two, they're one and two against top 25 RPI teams and they're three and oh against 26 through 50. So four and two record against, uh, tournament teams. That's pretty good from Maryland. Um, Mercer 27 and five. They hit bombs. The bears hit bombs. Uh, I know they, uh, did they sweep Florida state? I can't remember. They beat Florida state in a midweek game. I know that for, for, for sure, but I'm not sure if they won both of those games that week. Grand Canyon. We see at 26 great mid major team. They can compete on any given day. Um, something jumps out here at 28 Arkansas is 23 and seven. They're 28th in the RPI. Uh, again, I've never really bought Arkansas so far this year. A lot of the rankings have them up there highly. Um, just, I, I doubt the pitching staff and I know it's, uh, Carter Holton or Holgan. Uh, he's pitched out of his mind and we haven't seen that from him in the last three years or so. So, Still a little iffy from me, in my opinion. Uh, I need to see more from the guy. Georgia State's at 31, uh, 21 and 10. Keep your eye on them. Uh, uh, Louisiana Tech, they're 3 and 3 against top 25 competition, 1 and 1 against 26 through 50. That's a team that can make noise. A lot of people preseason had them going to Omaha. I wasn't that high on them, but. Uh, kudos to them Liberty at 35 they've kind of fallen off from the beginning of the season heater they were on uh, Wofford at 24 and 9 who did Wofford just beat they beat let me look here Wofford I think uh, they took down somebody notable um, somebody notable. That's funny saying. Yeah, they beat two or three. They took two or three against Dallas Baptist. A great series from Wofford, and they've won four. Is that's like twelve games? They've won like the last twelve of thirteen. Wofford's rolling right now, uh, going into SoCon play. SoCon's a great uh, conference. Uh, underrated. I, I like I like the SoCon. It's like like the SEC, like I mentioned, just cannibals. They all beat each other up. Um, let's get back into the RPI rankings here. Uh, we saw Wofford at 36. Uh, West Virginia, 39. I think they're leading the Big 12. Keep your eye on West Virginia. They had some great non-conference wins. Uh, they're 20 and 10. Uh, five and one against 26 through 50 competition. They haven't played a top 25 team in the RPI. So maybe that record, we can see a little bit of fraudulent vibes in the 20 and 10, but five and one against tournament teams, not too shabby at all. Uh, scroll down. Penn, that's the highest Ivy League school I've seen so far. 18 and eight. It's pretty good from them. Uh, those guys, uh, SEMO, Southeast Missouri, 23 and seven. They're two and one against top 25 in the RPI. SEMO's 46th in the country in RPI. 
I think there's I think they should be a little bit higher. They made some good noise this uh season so far. They beat Arkansas in a game. Maybe even two. Maybe that's both of their wins. Uh yeah, I think they played them in a three game series. I think they took they took them down twice and lost to them once, if I do recall. Um actually that's not Arkansas because Arkansas was not in the top twenty five. So I'm not I don't quite I don't I don't know who that is. <laughs> um and then, I don't know, top 50, I guess Ole Miss at 50 kind of surprises me. But uh, let's get into the uh, prop swap segment that I wanted to mention. First, a word from our sponsors. The College Baseball Experience is brought to you by Athletic Greens and their AG1 supplement. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovers, and Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash SGP. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. The College Baseball Experience is also brought to you by Trade Coffee. Trade Coffee connects customers to the freshest and best-tasting coffee they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. These are independent businesses from big cities and small towns. Trade customers are truly impactful for those that are independent roasters, often being the largest source of new growth for them. Trade Coffee sends you freshly roasted beans from 60 of the country's best craft roasters, small businesses who pay farmers for fair prices to sustainably source the greatest beans from around the world. Right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com SGP. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash SGP and let trade find you a coffee that you will love. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off. There are never enough things to gamble on, and the one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. The best part about it is there's a new way to play the ponies. Especially if you are a brand new to the store, especially if you're brand new to the sport, check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. Pick your horses, build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. Win as much as forty thousand dollars with one entry. Don't know anything about the horses? Don't worry. The app gives you clear data on which horses to select to build your best strategy. The app is free to download at StableDuel.com. Multiple games are offered each day with free games weekly at tracks all over the United States. Get in the app, create your account, and start building your stables today. 
Invite your friends to play against you or play against your play against our stables. You can even follow them in the app and we can compare our own stats. Download now at StableDuel.com and see how many winners you can pick in your stable. See you in the winner's circle. Play, race, win. And lastly, brought to you by PropSwap is our new segment here where America buys and sells their sports bets. The NBA playoffs are set, and PropSwap is where bettors find the best odds and turn the hardwood into hard cash. PropSwap is the only app that allows you to pick your favorite teams and then sell your bets whenever you want. Many prop swappers make thousands of dollars just by buying and selling championship futures all all playoffs long. This allows you to win over and over without your team ever lifting the trophy. Go to PropSwap.com or download the free PropSwap app today. Join the real sports bettors on PropSwap, where America buys and sells their sports bettors. So, uh, yes, our good friends at PropSwap, they may see a couple of my futures over there in, say, an hour (laughs) after this podcast gets posted because just reviewing some of my teams and some of them I just want to throw up and say why did I ever give those out and some of them I still like today so I have my 10 teams that I listed that I gave out to uh, the people and we're going to run through them real quick I'm going to try to keep this segment kind of short because uh, again these are the teams that I kind of focus on the most on this podcast just because I want to I want to let the people know that tailed me at the beginning of the season uh, in the first year of betting on college baseball. Uh, when they tailed me, I want to let them know how their bet is doing and what they should do um, if they should list this thing on prop swap or not. So NC state, the team that I was most confident in confident in NC state is 19 and 11 so far this season. They just lost two of three to Virginia Virginia Tech last season. They're not currently ranked in the D1 Baseball Top 25, but when you look here, they are three and two against top 25 RPI teams and two and four against the 26 through 50 teams. So in total, they're they're five and six. Now, I, I said this when I gave out this pick. All I feel like NC State needs to do is make the tournament because throughout the season they have all these young freshmen and all these new uh, faces on the team, transfers in, and there's going to be some early uh, hype around them, and I predicted a lull in the beginning of ACC play, and they're in that lull right now. Now, I just think they need to stick stick it out, win a couple of series, and make sure you make the tournament. And when you make the tournament, now you get all the media hype again because they're the team that got shafted in last year's College World Series. And <coughs> will they get back there type thing? And I think fate takes them there. And I, I'm still very confident that Elliot Avent gets it done with this team. And I, I love the pitching staff. I think they got a couple of great pieces that's going to lead them to the promised land. So I'm keeping NC state. The second team 
At plus 750, it was so chalk, but I still gave it out was Texas. Now, when ever, like when does the number one team ever sound good? I don't know. I was just so sold on this Texas team. They've had a couple of injuries, and now it's just the uh, mojo and swagger of this team's gone. And I'm gonna get out on them right now because I I don't think they're I don't think they have enough to win it all this year. That's just my stance on it, my feeling on it. They've already opened the Big 12's uh, conference five and four. I don't even know if they have a good shot at even winning this conference anymore because you look at it: Texas Tech seven and two, West Virginia five and one, Oklahoma State seven and two. All those teams. Uh, right now, oh, oh, right now, Texas Tech and Oklahoma State are better than you. And the one worry about this t- Texas team that I have is they're very right-handed heavy in the batting lineup. Uh, a powerful lefty uh, that they run into in the tournament might just shut them down, or a powerful righty. What the heck am I saying? Um, might just shut them down. And it that offense has been inconsistent lately, so it's just tough. At at this moment, tough to want to hang on to plus seven fifty odds, and of course you're going to be happy if it hits. But um, I'm selling it on prop swap. I'm taking it to prop swap, and I'm going to sell it. My third most confident team in the preseason was Florida. Now they're twenty third in the country right now. They are twenty one and eleven, and. They are seventh in RPI. Seventh. Florida is three and five against top 25 competition, and they're nine and four against teams ranked in 26 through the 50 range. This team has 12 wins against tournament competition. The number one team in the country, Tennessee, has 14. They're not that far off. This is a team that is Jekyll and Hyde. And when Hunter Hunter Barco is on the mound, they are maybe the best team in the country. That's always been my feeling on this team. Um, I really like the Gators. And they're they're a great hitting team. Like I said, good pitching. I have confidence in them. I'm going to stick it out. I'm going to ride Florida. The fourth team. (laughs) This is the team that all my marbles are pushed into right now. Oregon State, they're number three in the country. I gave them out at plus 3,300. I couldn't be higher on the pitching staff of this team, and I had question marks about the hitting. Man, this is one of the best offensive teams in the country right now. Like, they started off the beginning of the season, the first half of the season, so hot. And Oregon State, I couldn't be happier that I'm holding a 3,300 ticket right now because you look at uh, DraftKings and they're plus 1,000. So the value's gone, in my opinion, our Oregon State. Um, But this is a team that's going to play in Omaha. Like, they're not aiming to hit home runs in these little um, ballparks in the Pac-12. They they are a, a good hit for average baseball team. And that's what you need in Omaha. This team plays their style of play is great for what is it? Charles Schwab field this year. So love, love, love the Oregon state play. Do not sell that thing. We're keeping, we're holding that. We're holding on to that thing tight. Number five, Florida state. 
Now this is the best. They have the best one, two starting pitcher combo in the country and forget what they've done this season. If they get into the tournament, they can make noise. I like them. I think they could be a two, three seed that makes a run to Omaha. And when you get to Omaha and you have two horses like they do in Bryce Hubbard and Parker Messick, anything can happen. So I'm holding on to Florida state. Now this one, I'm actually happy with too. Uh, plus 8,000 Georgia. Uh, again, I, I, I love their starting rotation. They're top three weekend rotation guys. And they've been injury plagued. And somehow this team has still been winning games. Uh, just very senior led. So they were prepared for this moment because last year, I think they were injury ridden as well. They're 13th in the country, 24 and eight. And Georgia just came off of winning two or three against South Carolina. Now taking two or three against South Carolina is not too impressive, but it's a series win. And that's all you need to do. If you're Georgia to get into the tournament, make some noise. I like Georgia still. Now we're going to sell this one and I'm sorry, Colby East Carolina plus 4,000. I'm not keeping it. Um, just too many question marks around this pirates team. And without Carson Wisenhunt, because he tested positive for performance enhancing drugs, uh, when he, he didn't know he was consuming, uh, the substances. So unfortunately he's not able to play this season. Uh, just not, uh, not very confident in this East Carolina team that they're going to be able to run through the American, like a buzzsaw, like I thought they would be able to, um, in their last series, they won two or three against Wichita state, <coughs> Wichita is not a very bad, not a bad team in their own right. Uh, just, I don't see East Carolina winning at all. Like I, they could still very easily win this American conference, get into the tournament. I don't think they're going to make noise though. They don't have, they don't have a one that's going to win that first game. They're going to have to go through the gauntlet of the losers bracket in the tournament to make sure they go to the super regional. And I just don't think that can happen with this East Carolina team this year. Next one I'm selling plus 1200 Mississippi state, the defending champions get out of that one. I hope you got out of it last week, like get rid of it because it is just, uh, it's awful. (laughs) That, that, that is my worst. That's the worst pick that I gave out in all of these 10. I, I don't, I felt like I had to write about them. And I think I said this on a podcast earlier. I felt like I had to write about them because they're defending national champions and I didn't want to get reamed if I didn't include them in a, in a preview or whatever. They just got swept by LSU and I'm not sure where I'm at on this LSU team because they could, they could probably outscore anybody in the country. But, uh, when you get swept and maybe the, best home environment in the country to LSU who doesn't have very great pitching. You can't hit against LSU. I don't know. I'm I'm not high on Mississippi state. I'm going to list that on prop swap. I'm going to sell it. Uh, the next one I'm going to uh, Vanderbilt plus 1300. Let me know what I should do with this one guys, because as of right now, they're coming off the last last weekend. Oh, sorry, that's my timer. I set a timer to make sure I wouldn't go too long on this uh, mid-season recap episode. So sorry about that. 
Let me know what I think, what I should do with this Vanderbilt ticket. I have it at plus 1300, not very good value. They're 22 and nine right now. And they're coming off of a weekend series loss to Auburn. Uh, very good pitching like they always have. And they're young, they're young batting lineup. So not too confident in it, but I mean, I love Tim Corbin. I, 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 growing up Vanderbilt's always been on TV. Um, and the cameras love the Commodores. That's a factor like to get their ratings. Maybe the NCAA helps them out a little bit in the tournament. I don't know. That's just like my big brother suits thinking my twisted brain. Uh, my gut tells me I should sell it that I should list it on prop swap. Uh, let me know what I should do in the comments. Uh, the last one I'm going to sell Dallas Baptist. I think right now they're, uh, very high and Hey, actually let's do this. Let's hold Dallas Baptist. This is what we're going to do. Dallas Baptist is probably going to win this Missouri Valley conference. I don't think they have the pitching to go very deep. Um, that was my one worry about this team. I wanted to take a gamble on them, see if uh, a couple of guys could pan out, and I don't like it, uh, the outlooks that they have for their season. Uh, Long-term-wise, I don't think they're going to win a championship. Like, all of these futures, you have to win the championship. Like, yeah, you can make some noise. You have to actually win it all, though. And Dallas Baptist, I don't see that happening. They're 21-10. and 10. They just swept Missouri State in their first MVC series. Uh, this is what I'll tell you guys to do if you're holding a Dallas Baptist Patriot ticket. Hold on to it and sell it before the tournament. That's what I would do. And if you're not sure that they're going to make it out of the MVC, if they drop, I don't know, four, four games, if they drop four games in Missouri Valley conference play and pay attention to this, if they have to win the MVC tournament to get into the field, I'd sell it before the tournament, before the conference tournament. Uh, that's what I would do. Um, so that wraps up the prop swap segment. So I'll come back after this break, after you hear some, hear from some of our sponsors and I'll either wrap up the podcast or I'll get into the weekend slate or the midweek slate. Nah, not the weekend, the midweek week, midweek slate of college baseball and see if I can point out you in the right direction and a couple of bets that I like. College baseball experience is also brought to you by WinBet. Make sure to get down on the Wins Bet $10 Win $200 promotion, where a $10 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. Plus, the WinBet Casino is offering 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. And of course, don't forget to get involved in their same game parlays with the Wins Build Your Own Bet feature. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play-through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Don't forget about the SGPN's NBA Playoffs Bracket Challenge. Just in time for the NBA Playoffs, SGPN is giving away $500 in their Bracket Challenge. Completely free to enter, just go to 
sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA playoffs or hit the contest link in the SGPN app for your chance to win $500. The college baseball experience is also brought to you by Coors Light. It's a hectic time of year between weddings, graduations, spring sports, and more, and we're busier than ever right now. Sometimes we forget to take a second for ourselves. So this season, take a second to enjoy an ice-cold Coors Light because you deserve a beer that's made the chill. Do you ever feel like you're always on? Work, friends, family, a million million pressing social issues and expectation to be on 24-7? Sometimes you just need a moment to turn it off and reset and just chill. Coors Light is the perfect beer for you. When I need to take a second for myself, I reach for the beer that's made the chill. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash SGP. That's CoorsLight.com slash SGP. And remember to always celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. All right, so we're back. And to wrap up this podcast, I don't have any odds in front of me here, but I do want to run through the schedule for Tuesday. And the top 25 teams that are be going to be playing. And again, like we're a gambling podcast. I'm only really focusing on the major conferences because those are the games that get offered to us to bet on. Like at the end of the year, we will focus on the little guys, the mid majors. But uh, right now it doesn't do us any good to be uh, talking about them on a podcast that runs an hour, hour and a half long and talking about teams that you can't even bet on this week. So, that said, top twenty top twenty five teams in action, and we're going to do the Tuesday slate. Um, and a, most of this analysis would carry over. It's going to be very simple analysis for me in handicapping. Most of it's going to carry over to Wednesday as well if they play in a two game slate. But Murray State at Ole Miss. I'm going to take Ole Miss at home. Uh, look for them to get back on track. Uh, hosting Murray State. I I think the bats wake up for Ole Miss. I'll take them on the money line if it's not over 200. Maybe build them into a parlay if it's over 200. Same thing for Alabama. Look for them to keep up their momentum. They have this big fat 24 next to their name now. Um, look for them to keep this thing up. I I like the momentum that Alabama has. And then Notre Dame, the ten, the number 10 team in the country, they're taking on Michigan. Now, Notre Dame's a better hitting team than Michigan. Michigan's got a deeper pitching staff. Um, most of these midweek games, it is a coin flip. And since it's a coin flip, I'm going to take Michigan. Like, if you can hold Notre Dame... If you can hold them down, you have a great you have a you have a fighter's chance. Like in boxing or UFC, like they say that he has a great punch, he has a knockout punch, but uh, he's not a very sound fighter. That's exactly how I see Michigan in this in this game right now. Um, do I think they're going to win it? No, not really. But the value is not with Notre Dame. They're probably going to be a high like minus 175 minus 180 minus 190 favorite somewhere in that realm the values on michigan it's worth a shot uh six o'clock ucla against pepperdine give me pepperdine for the same reasons as i mentioned michigan they they're gonna fight they're gonna uh 
hosting UCLA here. Um, you got the big bad Bruins coming into town. Um, this is a good, good up spot for the kids at Pepperdine to take down big brother, you know, uh, 18 UConn taking on Marist. I don't even think you'll be able to bet on this game. Uh, Virginia and old dominion. Good midweek game here. Old dominion can hit. Um, but Virginia is a better hitting team. We'll see where these odds are. Uh, come tomorrow. Give me Virginia to win. Uh, I like the over in that game. I'll take that over blind. Uh, Six o'clock, Virginia Tech Liberty, another great game. Liberty needs this. This is desperation for Liberty. They need to they need to build this resume back up. Give me Liberty on the money line. They're going to be a dog there. I like that pick. Uh, Louisville against Cincinnati. Give me Louisville all day long. Their hitting is way better than Cincy's. Miami two number two in the country up against Florida Atlantic. I don't think Miami's going to lose at home. I like Miami there. Tennessee's hosting Tennessee, Tennessee Tech. I think this is a reschedule from a rainout earlier in the season. Tennessee's not going to lose at home to Tennessee Tech, I don't think. So Tennessee, they're probably going to be like 400, 500 favorite. Probably can't even, probably can't even feel comfortable on that bet. Um, number five team in the country, Oklahoma State, taking on Wichita State. Ooh. Give me uh, Oklahoma State probably wins this game. I'd like to see where the odds are at. If if Oklahoma's a less than 175 favorite, that's telling you something. I'd actually play Wichita State because I think coming off of a series loss against Dallas Baptist, they're not a bad team in their own right, Wichita State, the Shockers. Um this could be a huge bounce back spot. Like a huge get right spot. So Wichita State might not be a bad pick. Southern Miss over uh, Southern Louisiana. Uh, Texas Tech against Oklahoma midweek. Ooh, I'm going to go Texas Tech there. I think they got enough to get it done in the midweek game against Oklahoma. Uh, Florida, Florida State. Perfect. <laughs> An in-state rivalry between two two schools that do not like each other. Um give me Florida. Their hitting's going to get it done. Florida State's not a very good hitting team. I'm surprised that it actually took me uh longer to think about that play. Give me Florida all day long. Interesting matchup here. <clears throat> Georgia going up against Kennesaw State. Kennesaw uh they were great against great on the RPI, but they're 0 for 10. <laughs> oh, 0 and 10 against uh, tournament teams. So Georgia, I think can edge this one out. Auburn over Samford LSU over Lamar. I don't even think you'd be able to bet on those two games. Uh, Texas state hosts Baylor. I'm going to take Texas state there. Interesting to see where the odds land on that game. Uh, Arkansas against Arkansas Pine Bluff. Arkansas is going to win that one. Um, again, uh, not much analysis needed there, in my opinion. Texas against Stephen F. Austin. Give me Texas. Dallas Baptist is hosting TCU. Dallas Baptist is ranked 16th. TCU is coming in unranked. I like TCU in this game to beat Dallas Baptist. Uh, Baptist has not done very well in these midweek games from what I've paid attention to. So give me the Horn Frogs there. 
that would be an interesting play if that is a dog. I like TCU. They're not ranked. Dallas Baptist is. Maybe they come out as a dog. I think that would be uh, misleading uh, odds from the books there. Um, Arizona, the 20th team in the country, taking on New Mexico State. I like Arizona to win that one. And then an interesting one here, San Francisco against Stanford. Give me Stanford to beat San Francisco. Uh, that just about does it, guys. I... <clears throat> I will be getting together with Colby here and see if he wants to record a weekend preview with me uh, prior to this weekend, Easter weekend. Um, got some good series coming up this weekend. Let's go preview some of these series this weekend. Easter weekend, like I said, we have Miami, Virginia Tech, Auburn, Mississippi State, um, Oklahoma State, West Virginia. I think those are the top two teams in the Big 12 right now. Florida, Vanderbilt. That's got my attention. Alabama, Tennessee. It's New Guard versus uh, the team that's coming up right now. So I, I think Tennessee, bold take, Tennessee probably stops Alabama in their tracks. So they're going to be hard to beat at home. Tennessee will be. Uh, Texas Tech against T- TCU. Great series there. Louisville, Florida State, great hitting team against good pitching team. I want to see how that series plays out. Uh, LSU, the 15th team in the country, going up against Arkansas, the 6th team in the country. Uh, Long Beach State at Oregon State this weekend. Ooh, give me that every day of the week. Great pitching in that matchups, in those matchups, I should say. And then the game that will be on everyone's television this week 10 o'clock Stanford at UCLA. This is April 15th. This is Jackie Robinson day. And I believe this game will be on ESPN two. Everybody's going to be watching it. It's going to be great for baseball. I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Peace.